This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast 2021 Tournament. We've assembled eight members of the BTP Patreon team to battle it out and find out who will win the prestigious Platinum Splinter, proving once and for all that you are not an ordinary Benchwarmer. Hello everyone and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who wrote the pine. I'm your host Scott and today's game will be round two of the 2021 BTP Tournament. This match will feature guest Adrian Bias and Josh North. Welcome back to the bench, Adrian. You defeated Coleman in a close game to advance in the tournament. Why don't you take a minute to remind us where you're from, what teams you root for, and uh, let us know your um, confidence level going into today's matchup. I'm from Annapolis, Maryland, so you know, which is between Baltimore and DC. So I'm a fan of all the local teams except for the football teams, and and that's about it. I'm I'm a Raider fan, and I'm uh, terrified. <laughs> so that's about it all right no hey fair enough at least you're honest about it um welcome back to the bench mr north you won your matchup over my Corey to make it to round two why don't you take a minute to let everyone know because i mean i don't know who's left that doesn't know who you are at this point but just remind us again about yourself and uh share a fun fact or something uh there's nothing fun about me scott uh <laughs> uh yeah i'm josh north from the seattle area Mariners, Seahawks, Huskies fan mostly. Uh, and I'm pretty sure my two weakest wheelhouse categories are coming at me and I didn't have take one minute to study. So I like Adrian's chances on this one. All right. Well, I guess we'll, uh, we'll wait and see. But before we can do that, I want to introduce uh, the bench warmer helper for you guys today that you guys can use uh, in round three. He will be available, so you'll probably hear his voice uh, sporadically throughout the episode. And that's Mr. Eric Ede. Eric, how's it going, man? Two things. One is the first time I've heard I was available in about five years, so that's fun. Um, and two, I thought I was playing, so this is kind of a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> You can you can put all your answers, answers in the, if you want. I was going to say, uh, put your answers in, in the <laughs> chat. I don't think anyone would be opposed to that. So I'm a dark horse in this tournament. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, if you've been listening along, first of all, thank you. And I'm sure, uh, you know, you kind of understand how it works at this point. We're going to do five uh, questions in each wheelhouse and then five general questions. But you don't want to hear that from me. Let's throw it to Dan and he'll explain it uh, in more detail. Each BTP tournament game will feature 15 questions, five in the wheelhouse of each player, and five general knowledge sports trivia questions. Each question will be worth 10 points with two exceptions. If a player gets a question correct in the other player's wheelhouse, they will receive 15 points. And in the last set of five questions, a bench warmer will be available as a one-time helper for each player. If the player uses that helper and they get the question correct, the player will receive only five points. In the case of a tie, at the end of the game, the players will answer a sports math question to decide the match. All right, let's get this game underway. All right, so let's go ahead and get it started. Wait, 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 wait. I have some follow-up questions for Dan. Is he here? Uh, Yeah, yeah. All right. He's he's in the Mind Palace. All right, well. He's, He's hanging out, so. I guess my questions don't matter. All right, move on. You can knock, but uh, I've been known to not answer before. All right, let's get it started with the uh, five wheelhouse questions for Adrian. So to keep in mind here, these are going to be worth 10 points apiece for Adrian and 15 apiece for Josh. Question one, 
which team drafted forward Chris Wilcox out of Maryland with the eighth pick in the 2002 NBA draft? I'll check in. All right. Adrian's checked in. Mr. North, talk it out. Uh, I mean, I recognize Chris Wilcox as a Terrapin, but that's about where I forget what he did after that. So I'm just trying to go at it. Like who was maybe towards end of the lottery in 2002. And I have no clue. I'm just going to check in with the LA Clippers. Checking in with the LA Clippers. Adrian, what'd you come up with? If I'm not mistaken, I believe this is the uh, Detroit Pistons. All right. Well, one person will be getting points here. The correct answer, the L.A. Clippers. Ah. Nice pull there, North. Good pull. <laughs> I, I mean, it had to have been in there somewhere, but that was a complete guess. Yeah, it was up the, to him uh, to turn that franchise around. It just it didn't work out. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I, I don't want to say that it was a bad pick, but to put it in perspective, Amari Stoudemire went one pick after. So. Yeah. Strong power forward, I guess. All right, question two in Adrian's wheelhouse. Speaking of basketball drafts, the 2013 WNBA draft was memorable for having all three players at the top becoming all-stars and all WNBA players. Phoenix drafted Brittany Griner first, and Chicago selected Elena Deladon with the second pick. What guard was drafted third overall by the Tulsa Shock? Can I get my answer? Because I know it's not right. <laughs> Answers to Juana Man to any WNBA question. No, it's it's everyone knows it's Cheryl Swoops for every yeah. <laughs> WNBA question. You would ask about the third person. I knew the first two. Yeah, same. Figured. <laughs> Figures. I didn't know they had a draft in 2013, so yeah, maybe. Couldn't even give their their college or nothing, huh? <laughs> I gave the now defunct Tulsa shock. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Listen, I know that you swear off of any Oklahoma-based professional sports franchise. <laughs> yeah, especially basketball. Yeah. What was that? What was the college from he got game? Was it just big state? Yes, big state. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to check in. I have no clue. All right. Josh North has checked in. Adrian, what are your thoughts? I think it's close to big state. I'm going with uh... – she went to big Catholic Notre Dame. I'm going with Skyward Diggins. All right, Adrian checked in with Skyward Diggins. Over to Josh for your answer. Uh, I just checked in with uh, Lloyd, Jules Lloyd, but I went last name only Lloyd. All right, checking in with Lloyd. Once again, one player getting points on this one. The correct answer is Skyward Diggins-Smith. Nice job, Adrian. 2013 in the WNBA is kind of like the LeBron draft. I yeah, I thought she was – a top pick i didn't realize she went third i forgot that i think it was a shock when you said the shock i remember she played for them yeah and uh you know obviously didn't help the franchise stay around very long <laughs> i don't think uh yeah tulsa is a woman's basketball mecca no <laughs> all right question three one more draft question i promise in addition to the aforementioned Chris Wilcox, Steve Blake, and Juan Dixon, what other player from the 2002 championship Terrapin squad played in the NBA? He played sparingly for six different teams over a short four-year career. 
I can check in. Okay, Adrian is checked in. Josh, you can talk it out. Uh, I don't. I have no clue. Um, not not too familiar with the 2002 Maryland Terrapin Championship squad. I mean, I'm sure I watched them in the tournament, but that was probably about it. And I've watched lots of other teams in the tournament since then. So, <laughs> so when you're asking me about their fourth best player. <laughs> I would have a hard time to name the, the Huskies' fourth best player from 2002. So, uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw out a Smith and check in with that. I don't know. All right, throwing out a Smith, Adrian. Did you throw out a Smith, or do you have something else? I'm throwing out uh, Lonnie Baxter. And you threw out the right name. The correct answer is Lonnie Baxter. Nice job. I just remember him being like uh, the alley oop partner for Juan Dixon. Mm-hmm. Dixon would throw him up and, and Baxter would hang him down. I don't feel bad about that one. I don't even recognize the name. So <laughs> Hopefully you'll recognize this name. On to question four. Quoted one of the 15 best players in league history. What former University of Tennessee hoop star was named Rookie of the Year in 2002, won the MVP award in 2011, and led her team to a championship in 2012? She is also the only woman in history to record a quintuple. I'm sorry. She is also the only woman in history to record a quintuple double, albeit she did it while she was in high school. I can check in. All right, Adrian is checked in. Josh North, talk it out. Oh, buddy. I thought I knew more about WNBA than I do. I guess. Uh, I'm just gonna check in with. Candace Parker. That's the only thing that makes sense in my mind right now. All right. Checking in with Candace Parker. Adrian, your answer? Uh, my answer is uh, Catchings. I'm checking right. with the last name of Catchings. Checking in with the last name of Catchings. Adrian will be getting points. The correct answer is Tamika Catchings. Tamika, yeah. yeah, nice, uh, nice job there. All right, let's go right into the fifth and final wheelhouse question for Adrian. College coach is credited with starting the tradition of midnight madness while at Maryland University. He coached the Terrapins from 1969 to 1986. I can check in. Adrian is checked in. Josh North, talk it out. I don't know what to talk about, Scott. Oh, Maryland coaches, maybe. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure Turgeron's coached there at one point, but not in 1969. So I'm just trying to think of somebody in the 70s or 80s. Then I don't know. Dang, it's a long career at one school. I should know who it is. I'm sure. I'm sure I've heard it. So much pressure when you're just sitting here by yourself, not knowing it. Uh, it's a lot different than when you team up with me and then neither one of us knows it yeah that's true yeah well at least we can talk about how we don't know it yeah now i'm just talking to my head about how i don't know it and trying to find a coach i'm just trying to find the last name of a coach and i'm struggling i don't know trying to think of somebody maybe that would have went from coaching to announcing the only thing i can think of is dick vitale and i'm pretty sure it's not him i don't know I guess I'll just go with that. Go Vital. All right. Checking in with Dick Vital. Adrian, what'd you come up with? I believe this is um, 
Charles Lefty Drizel. I believe you are correct. This is Charles Lefty Drizel. Nice job there. Points for Adrian once again. Yeah, and uh, he was known as kind of a master recruiter in 1974 as Elle recruited high school star Moses Malone to play for the Terrapins. However, Malone decided to forego college and sign with the ABA, becoming the first player to skip college basketball. So, yeah, you, you want to call him the first Calipari. And, I don't feel bad. I don't recognize that name either. You stumped me. You got one. I got one, yeah. All right, so, yeah, after Adrian's wheelhouse, which, if you hadn't figured out, uh, is Maryland Terrapins basketball in the WNBA, uh, we have scores of Adrian with 40 points and Josh with 15. But that's all right, because we're now going to head into Josh's neck of the woods and do his questions from his wheelhouse. Question one, in 2018, what UFC legend defeated Chuck Liddell for the first time in his career after unsuccessfully opposing him in both 2004 and 2006? I'll check him. Josh has checked in. Adrian, let's see how much you know about uh, UFC legends. This is, the, this is where the bloodbath starts. <laughs> oh, boy. A Chuck Liddell fight in 2018? <laughs> right. Oh, I'm guessing that wasn't on a on a U. I I'm pretty sure that wasn't on a pay per view somewhere. I don't know. Uh, Tito Ortiz. That's what I can that in. All right, Josh, uh-huh. you uh, reacted to Adrian's answer. Do you have the same one? Yeah, <laughs> I I didn't watch this fight. I I refused to watch this fight, but I'm pretty sure Tito Ortiz beat him. And they he lost him a couple of times in the, the mid two thousands. So that's what I locked him with. Yep. Check Tito. Yep. Tito Ortiz is correct. It was the third match in their trilogy, and uh, Tito finally got the win. Then retired shortly after. That nice guy was scumbag. Which one? Tito Ortiz, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number two. Linebacker left Seahawks in tackles from 2005 to 2007, also earning himself three Pro Bowl selections and a six year, $42 million extension in 2008. Not checking. All right. Josh has checked in. Adrian, you can talk it out. Seahawks linebacker from 05 to 06, 05 to 07, hmm, and got paid. I don't know. I'll check in with a with a Jackson. Last name Jackson. That's right. a guess. Checking in last name Jackson. Josh, what'd you come up with? I don't know this for sure, but when I think about mid two thousands Seahawks linebackers, I think about the little midget guy that fell asleep at the drive through and I think Lofa Tutupu. All right, so that's what you checked in with? That's what I checked in with. <laughs> Correct answer is the little midget guy who fell asleep at the drive-thru, Lofa Tutupu. Nice job. Eric, you're a big football guy. Thoughts on Lofa Tutupu? No. (laughs) (laughs) Finally got out of the WNBA talk. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going to get to say something. Then you come up with Lofa Tutupu. I got nothing for you. All right. Well, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to throw it to you after this one either. But question three, known as the California Kid, 
What UFC Hall of Famer was a successful college wrestler before becoming a WEC featherweight champion? Check in. And Josh North has immediately checked in, leaving Adrian to talk it out. Oh, man. UFC. Uh, not a huge UFC fan. It shows. <laughs> yeah. That's rude. It does. Um, I think I remember hearing something about. I remember seeing an interview with a, uh, with with a UFC fighter. He kept mentioning California. I'll just guess. Uh, uh, Faber, last name Faber. All right, guessing last name Faber, Josh North. You reacted again. What's your answer? Yeah, it's Uriah Faber. Dude, he Tito Ortiz did again. The correct answer is Uriah Faber. Wow. Adrian, if you want more UFC questions, all you have to do is ask, buddy. I mean, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. We, we, can get through, we can get through whatever ones you got left and never again. <laughs> all right. Both players are earning points on that one. On to question four. Who set the Seahawks single season record for receptions in 2007, catching 94 passes for almost 12,000 yards? No, yards. sorry. <laughs> wow. Right. What is gracious. Who must have been in coma for that? Microsoft <laughs> Word decided to add an extra zero. <laughs> Question four. Who set the Seahawks single season record for receptions in 2007, catching 94 passes for almost 1,200 yards? Eric, just know I'm coming to you again on this one. So I got you on this one. <laughs> I should know this right off the top of my head, but I don't. I don't think you should. Huh? I'm kind of thinking you should, but no, I should. You know, you never know. I don't though. I'll just check in. I don't know if it's right, but I'll check in. All right, Josh has checked in. Let's see if Adrian can get or tease this thing. Hmm. Uh from the mid two thousands. that's around the mid two thousands is when I stopped playing Madden. So I'ma just go ahead and guess. I think he was on the Seahawks then. I'm just going to go ahead and guess uh, Daryl Jackson. All right, checking in with Daryl Jackson. Josh North, what'd you come up with? That's a decent guess. It might be better than my guess. I, When I think mid-2000s receivers, I think Bobby Ingram. So ah, I checked in with Bobby Ingram. That's a good All guess. Right. That's, a good, that's a good answer, too. Yeah, they're both good answers. One of them is correct. The man who caught 94 passes in 2007 was Bobby Ingram. Penn State legend, Bobby Ingram. <laughs> there you go. So points for Josh on that one. Are you going to give me another UFC question that Adrian can pull from his ass right here? No. <laughs> nope. You get one more Seahawks question. <laughs> oh. Thank you. That Sadly for Adrian, the UFC questions are done. Listen, yeah. I got to be honest. It was a stretch for me to write, too. So. He, he wrote two of the easiest questions. I've ever I, seen. Yeah, I, I know. Because guess what? <laughs> I was only choosing from people that I had heard of. So I had about, I don't know. You asked about the, the fourth best Maryland basketball player in 2002, <laughs> but you asked about two of the top 20 <laughs> UFC wrestlers of all time. Fair, fair point. <laughs> all right, question five. What defensive end left a division rival to sign a six-year deal in free agency with Seattle in 2004? only to be released two years later due to injuries and lack of production. I think you broke him. 
Seems like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm broken for sure. I can't believe how much I know about the Seahawks. This is incredible. I really right. Yeah. Well, I was a Seahawks fan for like a minute. I've, I've made that note. Same. I've been a Seahawks fan my whole life, and uh, I still don't know this. I'm <laughs> so. Ah, <sighs> uh, shit. What the hell? I'll check in. I all have right. a I have a I have a guest. <laughs> Sometimes that's all you need, Tito Ortiz. Adrian has checked in with a guest. <laughs> Josh North. You Probably can, more than uh, I have on this. You can talk it out, fall asleep, make a sandwich. I'm really not sure what's going on over there, but the, the time is yours. I'm just trying to think back. Could only be a guy from one of three teams because this was after realignment. <laughs> so it's got to be either a Cardinal, 49 or a Ram that came over to the Seahawks. And I just cannot think of anybody that a six-year deal. So that was somebody we got excited about in 2004. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was right before the Super Bowl run. Well, actually, if he was there two years later, it's probably right in the middle of the Super Bowl run. Uh, oh, who was on that team from a division rival? It sucks because the only people that are popping my head are people that either haven't played for the Seahawks or – like newer guys like Alden Smith and sh- stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to check in with Little. Call it a day. All right. Checking in with Little. Adrian, what'd you come up with? Uh, I came up with only for some reason his name popped into my head. I, you know, I know he played for the Rams. I'm going to say, I don't even know if he played for Seattle, but I'm going to say, uh, West Wistrom, Grant Wistrom. Thing, Grant Wistrom. Eid, let's get you warmed up for the third round here. What's the answer? Uh, yeah, he won a Super Bowl with the Rams. Um, he has a motor like nobody ever could think of. That's all I remember them talking about when he was with the Rams and they were going to the Super Bowls. And then he went to Seattle and fell on his face. I guess his motor broke. Um, it's Grant Wistrom. No way. <laughs> yes, the correct answer is Grant Wistrom. Um, yeah, Wistrom recorded just 11 and a half sacks with the Seahawks um, after having 41 and a half in his six seasons with the Rams. Yeah, until Adrian said it, I totally forgot he was on the Seahawks. Um, it's it's Lord. funny when they, they did a story on him during like the Rams Super Bowl runs. Is like, oh, he's got a motor that won't quit. I'm like, I just remember thinking to myself, I'm like, don't you need to have that in the NFL? You couldn't even say he was from Nebraska. <laughs> Nothing. No, no clue. <laughs> The clue was he came from a division rival. He had it narrowed down. Uh, Dude, I mean, you know, you, you chose the wrong. The I say you, you chose the wrong Rams player. Yeah, the other side. Yeah, I, yeah. The, the one that didn't kill somebody. That's what you wanted. You wanted, <laughs> you wanted the other. You, the other guy. I like murder. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't have titles for these, but uh, that would be it <laughs> if, if we did. All right, so uh, yeah, Josh North's wheelhouse questions there were UFC. Yeah, I got outscored in my categories. Let's move on. Yep, you did, uh, which brings our scores going into the third round of general sports trivia. Uh, Josh North has 55, and Adrian currently has 85. So, I mean, mathematically, you can still win. So, yeah, thanks. You know, yeah, you're still in it. Plus, you get Eric in this round. So, again, these are our 
Our general sports knowledge questions worth 10 points apiece. Each of you will have the option to defer to Mr. Ede um, for help once in this round. However, if you do so, the question at that point will only be worth five points. And you may want to use them on this first one because it seems like it might be a wheelhouse of his. And, I mean, and if you don't, I'm just sitting here doing mock drafts, so just go ahead. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, question one in the general sports questions. On April 19th, 2021, who surpassed Gordie Howe as the all-time leader in games played in the NHL? He is also the franchise leader in points, goals, and games played for the team that drafted him in 1997. Scott, who do you take first? First pick, fantasy draft, go. Oh, obviously, Josh Allen. So you lost the league. All right. <laughs> um, um, no, first pick this year, I think uh, I – You know what? No, gonna I'm go not going to tell you because we're in the same league. I'm not gonna I don't want the first pick. It's not – I don't want I don't the first pick either, but <laughs> I think McCaffrey's – I'm probably between McCaffrey and Camara. Oh, yeah, it's just so this is one year I would never want that. Yeah. I want like pick five. Like, I want I, every... I like McCaffrey, but like they have more weapons there now. And I, I don't know if the volume will be as much. And then Camara, like Michael Thomas is hurt again and Jameis can't throw. So I feel like Camara is going to catch 12 passes a game. Right. So if you're in PPR, <laughs> I feel like Camara is the way to go. Even he might catch 12 passes for 40 yards. But you know what? That's 12 points plus whatever he gets on the ground. So. Yeah, this is this is a, a rare fantasy league where you want to draft between five and six. Let everybody else make the wrong decision, and then you have what's left. Yep. Let, let someone take Aaron Rodgers at three. You and, have Josh yeah. Allen. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to check in so I can go to the bathroom. All right. Josh is checked in so we can go to the bathroom. Adrian, let's see where you are with your hockey knowledge. Ooh. Okay. Um. Not anywhere with my hockey knowledge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can truth. I can honestly say that it's not anybody that played. It's not anybody that put that was drafted by the Golden Knights. So, other than that, uh, I don't even know if he's still playing. I'll say uh, Joe Thornton because I know he's old. Checking in with the beautifully bearded Joe Thornton. And I'll throw it over to Josh for your answer. All right. So I was thinking sharks, and Thornton was the first thing that jumped in my head. But then I thought and thought, and I'm pretty sure that Patrick Marlowe is the correct answer here. Even though Thornton's an old man, I went Marlowe. All right. Checking in with Patrick Marlowe. It is one of those two. It is a shark. The correct answer is Patrick Marlowe. Nice job, Josh. Yeah. As soon as he said it, I'm, I was thinking to myself, yeah, that's that's the well, one. I almost checked him with Thornton. They're both old dudes that played for the Sharks. I don't know how they kept him and they haven't won shit. <laughs> Anything, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they also had Jonathan Chichu. It's just such a fun name to say. <laughs> Chichu. That name hasn't come up anywhere in about... <laughs> 15 years. Not so even, fun to say. Not even in the Chichu household. Nobody's ever spoken of Jonathan. <laughs> All right. So with four questions remaining, uh, it's just a 20-point game. So definitely coming down to the wire here. Do not forget, uh, you only have four more chances to utilize Eric if you choose to do so. 
I can't use him because it's only five points and I'll lose if I, I do. Know. And also that might have been your best chance there. So. But you got it right anyway. So question two. During the infamous Steve Bartman game between the Cubs and the Marlins, what player doubled off Mark Pryor in the eighth inning to drive in two runs, buying the game at three to three? I, I, I'm not going to get this, so I'll check in. All right. Josh is not going to get it, so he checked in. Adrian, are you going to get it? I'm probably not going to get it either. I, I mean, nine, 90s Marlins. This game was in the 90s, right? I, I can't get that can't. information. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll go with uh, I'll go with uh, Edgar Renteria. All right, checking in with Edgar Renteria. Josh, what'd you check in with? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure this game was 97. Could be wrong. Could be 2000, like 2001. I'm not sure. The only Marlin I can think of was that moved on to the Diamondbacks is Luis Gonzalez. So I just I'm going to check in with Gonzalez just in case there was a different Gonzalez. That's fair. I, I do think they had a lot of Gonzalez's around that time. So that that's a good one. Uh, Eric, do you know when this game took place? I don't. That's I think it's the '90s, right? Late '90s. It's actually 2003. Oh my God, was it 2003? I, oh wow. Then that's a uh, World Series run. Not so the, Gonzalez was already on the Diamondbacks. Then. Yes. <laughs> so I'm wrong. Then that double was uh, was that Juan Pierre? No, it oh. was the correct answer is Eric Lee. Ooh. Yeah, the first baseman who ended up obviously going to the Cubs like right after that. <laughs> it was like if you can beat them, join them. That, that, <laughs> that must have been mm. what Derek Lee was thinking. The anti Kevin Durant. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was the annual Marlins win the World Series and then sell everybody off. Yeah. Right. All right. So no points on that one. Bringing us to question three. Who won eight Grand Slam singles titles representing Yugoslavia before gaining U.S. citizenship in 1994? So I'm very confused by this question. Okay. Just asking for the person that gained U.S. citizenship that represented Yugoslavia and won eight Grand Slam singles. Is that eight Grand Slam titles before 94 and then doesn't include anything after? Correct. One eight for Yugoslavia, anything after, if this person won, would have obviously been for the U.S. For the United States. Okay. Yep. Oh, I'll check in. Oh, Adrian's going to check in. Gosh, you can talk it out. Uh, This might be the end of me right here. I know that did sound like an epiphany on his end. Yeah. Hmm. Trying to think of Yugoslavia tennis and nothing comes to mind. <laughs> oh, I don't even know if this is male or female. Like I'm pretty sure Navratilova is from somewhere around there, but she had to have had more than eight Grand Slams before '94. Uh, and that seems too easy of an answer for this late in the game like this with all these questions. I'm down 20 going into this, right? Yes. So if I use Eric and he gets it, I'm still down 25 with two to go. So can't do it. Yeah. Oh, that's and, assuming Adrian's epiphany was yeah, correct. When he said, oh, I got it. Yeah, this makes me think he has it right. 
trying to remember if Pete Sampras changed where he identified his nation from. I thought he was always American. I I don't know. I, I'm just going to check in with Sampras and not say congratulations. Hey, Josh has checked in with Sampras. Adrian, you had uh, the epiphany there. What did you end up coming up with? Yeah, I was running through all these tennis players in my mind, and then it hit me. So I'm checking in with uh, Monica Sellis. Yeah, Josh, you were correct in, in your strategy there, thinking that the epiphany must have been correct, because it was. correct answer is Monica Sellis. Sellis only ended up winning one Grand Slam after she gained U.S. citizenship. So she had nine total, eight. As a US no audience. clue that she was an American. Yeah, same here until about an hour and a half ago. Eric, did you know that one? I did. Yeah. I did. She got stabbed in, stabbed in the back. Yeah, I remember that. If you ask me, because I like murder. So if you ask me, you got, <laughs> I figured you, you didn't know because it was stabbed. failed. It was failed murder so that you didn't you weren't brushed up on it. If they would have succeeded, you probably would have nailed that one. <laughs> All right. Well, so just to update anyone who maybe, you know, I don't know, went to get dinner and they're not sure what's going on. Uh, the scores with two questions left. We have Adrian with 95 and uh, things have gone south for Mr. North uh, and he yeah, has 65. Yeah. I blame you, Scott. That's I mean, difficulty of questions. There really is no one else. To blame. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question four. From 2000 to 2007, only two non-Americans claimed the Masters Championship. One of them was Vijay Singh in 2000. The other was this Canadian in 2003, becoming the only Canadian man to ever win a major. Uh, I'll check in. All right. Adrian has checked in. Uh, Josh North, in addition to talking it out, uh, you can also come to the realization that you were toast once I decided to host the game you were playing. Yeah, I know. You're just jealous. Uh, yeah, Look, I am. I'm in Marcus's room right now. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Not it. Playing in his bed. Everyone thinks it's just the Marcus thing. It's not. It's not. He's got a nicer beard than I do. He does ball better than I do. It's more than just the Marcus thing. Yeah, his bed's right here. You want to see, you want to see his bed? Daddy does Alaska's ma- lair. Does he make his bed? No, he doesn't. All right, good. I would have lost all respect for him if it was a made bed. <laughs> <laughs> all right. A former with a perfectly made bed. <laughs> Every morning he makes his bed. Yeah, right. Oh, it's me, right? It's you. <laughs> uh, what are we talking, Canadian golfers? Yep. First thing that jumps in my mind is Corey Connors, but he, he's been in the tour for like three years. So he couldn't have won in 2003. Uh, it doesn't even matter. I'm not going to win. Just playing for pride at this point. Canadian golfer, early 2000s. I'm on the mic. Mike, Mike, Mike Weir. I'm going to go with Mike Weir. Check in with that. Checking in with Mike Weir. Adrian, what'd you come up with? I also checked in with uh, Mike Weir. And both players are receiving points. The correct answer is Mike Weir. Nice job. Yeah, every all the other years were, you know, Tiger, Phil, Tiger, Phil. So only two non-Americans. Yeah. That's going to bring us to our fifth and final question. Sorry, Eric. 
you're obsolete so far. Let's see if uh, right if they ask for your help on this one. I mean, at this point, maybe just to be nice, gentlemen. I thought about it earlier, but I couldn't. Yes, you did. Yes, no, I get it. It would it would have served me no purpose to to bring him in. Fair enough. Question five: What Brazilian footballer won five consecutive FIFA Player of the Year awards? <laughs> no years, no nothing. Oh, there's only one person that's won five consecutive. So, yeah, cool. I would have given years if there was more than one. <laughs> Can I use Eric for this question? Yes, you may. Just to just to have him do something. Just thank you. <laughs> no problem, man. <laughs> Josh, you also have that option if you so choose. Yeah, I could do that. Or I could just check in with Pele or one other Brazilian guy. I don't know. You could do that. It's not going to be him, though. That's the beauty of the BTP tournament, Josh, is it? it's your choice. It doesn't even matter at this point. <laughs> no, it doesn't even matter. So I guess for now, Eric and Adrian, you guys. All right, I'll just check out. in so they can they can talk. All right. Well, there we go. Josh has graciously checked in so that Adrian can talk it out with the bench warmer helper, Eric. Five in a row is weird because five consecutive FIFA Player of the Year awards. Yeah. So if you're thinking Brazil, you got it down to. I got it down to Pele and is it was Ronaldo or Ronaldinho or one of two? Ronaldinho. I don't think they won that many, to be honest. Okay. Um, I think he's, I think he might be getting a, ooh, you know what? I think it's Marta. It's a female because I don't believe a man, a man has won it five times in a row, to be honest. Um, She's Brazilian from like 2000. Yes. I think she's shenanigans. Playing. Eric doesn't like women. <laughs> he can't answer this. <laughs> can't answer this. Um, but that would be my guess because, like, when he first said that, I'm like, nobody's jumping out as a man. But then I tri- jumped to the women's side and thought of a Brazilian woman. And that was the only one I could think of. I think she's currently playing in like the, I think she plays in like Orlando and a woman's soccer league over here now. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll check in with Marta. And in with Marta, Josh, your answer, buddy. I didn't know. I didn't really care. So I just checked in with Ronaldinho. I'd spelt it wrong when I sent it to you, but (laughs) 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 that's the closest I could get. Fair enough. Uh, The correct answer is indeed Marta. No man has ever won five in a row. Um, it didn't exist when Pele played, so the award. So it wouldn't have been that. The correct answer is Marta. Nice job, Adrian, via Eric. Yeah, I wouldn't I, have I, had any idea. Yeah, once you said Marta, I was like, oh, no, that's it. A, a few months ago, um, when I one of the games I played where somebody where I was asking all these questions, I immediately dismissed that it could ever be a woman. From that day forward, I'm very skeptical of all these questions now. Yeah, if they don't specify yeah. gender. Yeah. Yep, that's fair. The game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Uh, Josh North finishes with a very respectable 75 points. I mean, that's for the tournament, that's, that's a, a nice number. So I guess you can take that with you. 
And uh, today's winner, who will be moving on to the next round with 110 points, is Adrian Bias. Adrian, congratulations. Uh, I know you were terrified coming in, but you made it to another round. So congratulations, man. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And good game, Josh. Yeah, you too, man. Yeah, good game, Josh. I mean, you're always obviously a good sport, and we're always happy to have you on. And again, it's, you know, it seems like you got crushed, but obviously it, that's not the case. I think all of us who were here not really can attest to that. So, never coming back. <laughs> Mission yeah. accomplished. No, I had a great time. Yeah, good job, Adrian. Yeah, you're a great competitor, and uh, kicked my ass today on my buns. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, 75. I got 75 the first game, 75 the second game, so at least I'm consistent. Uh, I guess the level of competition went up, and I just stayed the same. <laughs> the level of luck went up. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't knock. I'm not, I'm not going to argue that. Heard, yeah, the he, level he, of luck went I, up. I heard those guesses come out. <laughs> he, 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 Tito Ortiz himself to a, to a, to a victory there. Um, but yeah, so that's it. Um, uh, any last words, uh, Eric? How was it being a player on the sidelines? I ran about two mock drafts, um, preparing for fantasy, and then caught us some Pokemon, and then got a right answer at the end. So I'm happy. All right, perfect. Well, yeah, I uh, appreciate both of you, Adrian. Best of luck moving forward, Josh. Thanks again. Thank you for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. Ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yeah. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.